Hey everyone, uh, been a while since we dropped to Get Invested podcast. Um, we are going to start doing these once a week. We're, we're blaming it on COVID for the delay for the past few weeks. But um, just set your calendars for a drop every Wednesday um, moving forward. That's the plan. So um, what we got for you today, um, we, we got the current market conditions. We have the Fed news and one of the most interesting stories that has come up in the past few weeks, the Nikola story. Um, so it's September 22nd, and uh, we're, we're just a few days out of some recent news from there. So um, can't wait to talk about that. Um, as everything, as always, we need to start with a few disclosures. Um, we are talking about individual companies, markets, stuff like that. We may or may not have a position in any of these companies, and what we talk about today is not meant as advice. Always feel free to consult your advisor, and we are happy to be that if you want to chat with us. Um, so with that, um, Brett, why don't you go ahead and kick it off for us? Um, just talking a little bit about the markets. Yeah, I mean, markets have really been under pressure for the last uh, couple of weeks here. And it's really the first real correction that uh, we've experienced since March. Um, and obviously that extreme volatility. So a lot of the new mar- market participants, you know, a lot of people haven't actually um gone through this. And so, you know, corrections are, are fairly normal. It's it's fairly healthy for markets to go through periods of distribution like this. And for those of you who don't know what a correction is, it's a 10% or more price decline. And on average, it's actually made back within about three to four months. Now, this is different than a bear market, which is a little bit worse. It's a 20% decline, uh, which we experienced in March. So we aren't there yet. And, um, you know, tech has has really led this correction, at least in the beginning, um, which was interesting because they have usually been the names, the mega cap names, the Amazons, the Googles, the Apples of the world have been leading um, the rally really since the beginning of the year. So um, we'll see if things um, stabilize, but for the most part, corrections can be a good thing and they can create buying opportunities, um, especially for companies that you wanted to get into, but maybe have just been rent up so much. Um, so this calms it down a little bit. Um, and, you know, sometimes it can lead to prolonged declines, but, you know, it doesn't always come back so quickly. We'll see um, this time. But, you know, there was a few reasons why this is going on. Um, we did have a Fed meeting last week. I don't know, Ben, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think more than anything, this this correction is happening right now as cases are re-ticking up again. Um, we're having the uh, the reopening trade. Uh, it's kind of going going against you right now. And so that's that that's part one. Um, but the Fed has the Fed has come out and basically said they're not going to raise rates anytime soon. Um, their Fed has what's called the dual mandate, where it talks about um, it wants to keep low unemployment and it wants to also manage inflation. And basically, since we haven't seen inflation, according to their readings, there's uh, there's really no reason to hike rates until at least 2023. Right. So we still got some time um, for those people who are trying to save and invest to eventually buy a home. Um, hopefully, interest rates are still going to be low when that time comes. And uh, you know, we're, we still have unemployment at over seven and a half percent. Um, our, our GDP forecasts, um, are, are improving, um, for 2021 and 2022. But look, there's a lot of push and pull in the market right now. Um, with the election coming up, uh, in the next couple months, 
um, with just this constant back and forth between both parties. Um, just it's it's very reasonable to see volatility during this time. And so, uh, and, and again, not to add on, obviously the stimulus package people are, are questioning <laughs> right now if that stimulus package is, is going to happen. So um, we'll see a lot of news on that front, kind of be ready for some volatility. But with that, I, I think the most interesting story to talk about here is, is the uh, Nikola one. Uh, so Brett, why don't you kick it off for us? <laughs> Interesting is an understatement. My oh my! I mean Nicola, or should we say uh, Nicola Q now, um, and and Trevor Milton. What a mess! Like you really just can't make this stuff up. And so, like for those of you who don't know who or what Nicola is, it's actually an electric vehicle uh, competitor to Tesla. Um, it's much newer, and they're really focused on hydrogen-powered rather than Tesla's more traditional battery tech. So it's kind of a different approach to this problem. And not we're not talking about you know the legend Nikola Tesla, um, who's actually an American engineer and physicist um, in the late 1800s, early 1900s. He made you know dozens of breakthroughs in the production and transmission of a bunch of different electric power. Um, so he invented actually the first alternating current AC motor and um, you know a lot of the tech that is basically the basis for power today. Um, so you know it's been quite the story so far. Yeah and and where Nikola came around um, they they went public via what's called a special purpose acquisition company or SPAC SPAC for short. And uh, we've been seeing a lot of these, and we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about them next week. But um, what is what is a SPAC? So it's basically this shell company that has a blank check, right? So it plans to go public by merging with a company to IPO by utilizing the IPO proceeds. And so the SPAC basically doesn't do anything until it goes and acquires this company. Um, it's... If anything, it's more of a, if you're investing in the SPAC, you're going to go, hey, uh, this guy's a smart guy. Uh, he's probably going to find something good to invest in. So I'm going to put money in his SPAC. Um, and so um, this specific SPAC was run by GM executive Steve Gursky um, and basically went in and purchased, uh, you know, did what's called a reverse IPO with Nikola and so now uh, ticker symbol changed to, to Nikola. And, um, you know, it's, it's a way for individual investors kind of have access to private equity. Uh, it's super risky, super risky. And, and right now, as we've seen um, tech run up in general, there has been a lot of demand for, um, for a lot of these vehicles. And so we've, um, we've seen them shoot up. But um, what, what shoots up must sometimes shoot down as we saw with Nikola. So Brett, what, what's kind of been going on o over the past couple of weeks uh, or, or month or so with Nikola? Absolutely. I mean, you, you know, if you got in early enough um, into this pack or even shortly after, I mean, Nikola did have a huge run up, basically trading above $90, uh, making it a $35 billion company at one point. And can you guess what the revenue was last quarter? It was a measly $36,000 from a solar installation for the actual CEO, Trevor Milton. That was it. You can't, you can't make this up. That's it. The only revenue for a 15 plus billion dollar company at that time. So just his solar installation. We'll talk more about him you know, later. But at this point, the company is larger than you know, Twitter, uh, Southwest Airlines, 
Ford, Clorox, and a lot of other major public companies, and they didn't even have a car yet. Just simply a concept. And, and what were they able to do? Okay, so they made a partnership with GM, which uh, uh, who knows where they had that connection from with uh, <laughs> how the SPAC was created. Uh, and so basically Nikola exchanged $2 billion to utilize GM's battery system technology, which would allegedly bring substantial future savings to Nikola. Um, so they wouldn't have to build all that stuff themselves. We all know GM has the most innovative technology um, and most innovative batteries, that's for sure. So um, basically a few days, I don't know if it's the day after or two days after or so, but um, a few days after this announced, uh, out comes the Hindenburg piece, okay? I recommend you all search online Hindenburg, Nikola, um, the piece is titled Nikola, How to Parlay an Ocean of Lies into a Partnership with the Largest Auto OEM in America. Okay, this will take you a long time to read and, and we could just spend two, three hours talking about um, talking about this piece. But um, basically, it is a joke. This company is a joke. First off, there's this video for the Nikola truck called Nikola One in Motion. And it shows a video of their quote, semi truck, um, just cruising through a freeway, okay? From employee text messages and other stuff, they basically found out that Nikola towed the truck up the hill and just pushed it down. And that was where we saw the video in motion. The car, the truck wasn't even running. You had claims of potential acquisitions, partnerships, innovations, and nothing came with it, okay? And all on the front lines was this guy, Trevor, Mil Trevor Milton, just touting a bunch of BS. And so this, this piece comes out and Trevor Milton is kicking and screaming and says, I'm putting together a rebuttal right now. I'm, I'm gonna come out working all night for all this stuff. And the next day he comes with this rebuttal that doesn't even respond to any of the claims that Hindenburg has, then basically says, I want to say more, but uh, my attorney said no. <laughs> Unreal. And, oh my gosh. And and basically, so you see this, and, and you know, after this piece came out and the Trevor's response came out, stock's down over 20%, um, and it's pulled back even more. And, and so just a couple days later, um, he resigns and he forfeited $170 million. However, he still gets to walk away with the shares that are worth more than $3 billion. And he gets to work sort of on an ad hoc basis as a con consultant uh, to the company. So uh, questionable to say the least. I, 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 he's probably on his way to the Bahamas. Who, who knows what he's doing? <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I will say, like, I, I can't help but think Nicola was what everyone what all these short sellers for tesla wanted tesla to be um didn't actually believe didn't actually have proprietary technology wasn't actually making a great car didn't actually have demand like this is what these short sellers and tesla who got obliterated wanted to do and and what makes me laugh uh, you know, there's this guy, David Einhorn, who uh, his books were some of the first books I read when I was 15 years old. Um, he was a big short seller in Tesla. And guess what company he owns? GM, one of his largest holdings, right? And so this, I, I, I couldn't help, I can't imagine what David Einhorn was thinking 
during uh, this whole work with Nicola and all this stuff. And, you know, he, he's, a, he's a bit quieter because his returns haven't been as good. But uh, it, I, I can't help but he's just shaking his head over and over and over again. So with, with that, like, you know, we are bashing on Nicola a little bit. And we it's Nicholas specific and, and Brett, why don't you talk a little bit more on, on what we're still looking for in companies and, and sort of what we wish Nicola could have been in some ways. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting too, to see how much due diligence and, and research GM actually did um, before making that deal with them. And like, you know, that wasn't a very capital intensive deal, but you know, putting their name and slapping their name on something like that, you know, you would think that it would bring some sort of legitimacy to the company um, and that they would look into this a little bit deeper um, than they would. But, you know, there's this running joke in the finance community um, that it's really a shame that, you know, Nikola Tesla didn't actually have a middle name or we could have just slapped that name on a company and taken it public at a $10 billion valuation. And, you know, this is obviously a joke, but it's it's a true hyperbole with the speculation that's really currently going on in the markets. And, you know, we do actually want to find more companies that are looking to accelerate the movement of EVs and really reduce our reliance on fossil fuels or, or dinosaur juices in general. And we want more successful companies. But as of right now, the story still remains um, strong with Tesla and, you know, their battery days coming up or, you know, it's actually today as we're recording this. So it'll probably have already happened by the time you're listening in. And they're, you know, hopefully going to come out with some more revolutionary tech. And, um, you know, they they're really just the leaders in the space and continue to do well right now. Yeah, definitely. And and speaking on the speculation, I, I can't remember another time in, in my career. And yes, I I wasn't investing yet in the 90s. Um, I was definitely starting to think about it. I wasn't far off it. But um, I the amount of people that are talking about these SPACs, talking about IPOs, just there's so many people talking about investing. And I don't know if it's uh, part of it is COVID, part of it is they got in when the market was down. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of companies that are um, IPOing, um, over the past few weeks and, and coming up. So, so next week we're actually going to talk about, talk about a few of them. Um, we have, we have snow, we have unity, we have some others. Um, but there's been a, been a lot of IPOs and there's been a lot of talk about these companies as we've seen them kind of shoot up, shoot down. Um, and, and it's, it's a really interesting time. And so, um, with that, thanks. Thanks for tuning in as always. Uh, let us know what what you want to hear and uh, we'll see you next week if you guys ever have questions feel free to reach out Um, brett at gerber kawasaki or ben at gerber kawasaki.com is our emails Um, also remember to follow us on social media Uh, we put out a lot of content every single day on on twitter or instagram so um, be sure to to follow us Um, let us know if you have any questions um, comments and uh, we'll see you guys next week see you guys